Hi there, and thank you again for joining another episode of Conversations with Father Greg. In this episode, we have a homily for Sunday, July 31st, 2022. We'll begin our time together with a reading from the Gospel of Luke. Luke writes, Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But Jesus said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care, be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then Jesus told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly, and he thought to himself, What should I do, for I have no place to store my crops? Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grains and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you. And the things that you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich towards God. The Word of the Lord. May I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, hi there, everyone. We moved into our current home about eight years ago. After two decades of faithful service, we realized that some of the furniture that we had bought secondhand when we were first married was in need of replacement. We made a prioritized list and gradually began replacing pieces as we could afford to do so. Eventually, the time came to replace a couple of bookshelves. Now there's something important that I want you to know. Before shopping for these bookshelves, we took meticulous measurements. Tape measure in hand, we started at the back of our building where deliveries are made. We measured the height and width of the doors, the halls, the elevator, the height and width of the elevator. We took every measurement that we could imagine between the loading area and where these bookshelves would eventually sit in our home. Well, delivery day came. The pieces were taken off the truck and brought inside. The moment of truth came when they loaded the bookshelves onto the elevator or at least tried to. Wouldn't you know it, the one measurement that we didn't take was the depth of the elevator from front to back. The elevator wasn't deep enough to accommodate the bookshelves. Try as they might, no angle worked. The bookshelf had to be dismantled and brought up in pieces. As it turns out, we weren't as prepared as we thought we were we had overlooked one important detail. We get a glimpse of this in our reading from Luke's Gospel today. Jesus had just given his disciples some teaching on prayer. He taught them to honor God and to seek God's kingdom, to ask for their daily needs, and to live lives of abundant forgiveness. That teaching on prayer forms part of the backdrop for the exchange that we read today. Jesus is asked to arbitrate an estate dispute between two brothers. He responds with a caution about how we define ourselves, assuring that life is more than simply the amount of stuff 
that we accumulate. Jesus then launches into a parable about a foolish farmer who spent a great deal of time and energy saving up for the future. The farmer built bigger and bigger barns, stockpiling more and more grain. Jesus told his listeners that the man said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store up my grain and my goods. I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. How many times did you hear the word I or me in that description? The man factored everything into his decision, except for God. In the end, we're told that the man in this parable died with barns full of grain that would either rot or be sold for someone else's benefit. Now, I want to be careful here. This parable is not a condemnation of saving for retirement or for future needs. Elsewhere, Jesus taught about the wise use of our financial resources. Neither was Jesus using this parable as an attack against enjoying the good things in life. We know from the Gospels that Jesus spent time eating and drinking with all kinds of people, enjoying life. So he's not telling his listeners that we have to be miserable to be faithful. The farmer in Jesus' parable made a critical error in judgment. Where the farmer's reasoning fell apart was that he failed to take God into account and based his sense of self-worth on what he had been able to store up in his barns. Ignoring both God and others, the man in this parable allowed his wealth to define him. Not only did he focus on wealth at the expense of all else, but he also lived as though he were the ultimate authority in life, considering only what he could do with his barns, his grain, and his goods. In the end, all his efforts were for naught. He died and left everything that he had accumulated to someone else. As always, I think it's important to ask what this text has for you and I today. The caution found in Jesus' parable rings just as true today as it did 2,000 years ago. Let's not forget that Jesus told this parable in response to a request to arbitrate a financial dispute between two brothers. By sheer nature of the question, one brother was putting money and his own desire to be right above his relationship with his brother. The man who asked Jesus this question had made his relationship with his brother a third priority. Now, none of us live in a vacuum, and we were never meant to. We were built for relationship with God and with other people. Our words and our actions impact others, and theirs have an impact on us. This text not only reminds us of the importance of relationship, but also invites us to evaluate our priorities in life. By all means, be responsible with your finances. Put something away for a rainy day, save for your kids' tuition, for your retirement, or for that big holiday on your bucket list. But don't be so focused on the destination that you ignore the journey. 
At the end of the day, your bank balance, the number of arguments you have won, or the number of degrees hanging on your wall are far less important than the lives that you have impacted along the way. As someone once said, people will forget what you have said, they'll forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Let's pray. Living God, you have placed in our hands the wealth we call our own. Give us wisdom so that our possessions may not be a curse, but a means of a blessing in our lives and in the lives of others. Grant this, we pray, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.